My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions, that's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. House, we're back. Can you believe it? (laughs) Shaq! What an off season, huh? How about that wraparound? Shaq! We're back! The Shaq House is back. Year three. The Shaq House is back! We have so much to talk about. So many bets. So many players. All the players are back! They it's are. Golf. They're all back. They're even all seemingly playing well. I can't believe it. But we have to, of course, thank our friends, House, before we get too deep here. Our friends from Callaway Golf, of course. Hey, you know, they introduced jailbreak technology last year and set a new bar and ball speed and catapulted to the number one driver in Golf House. Number, number one in golf. How about that? Now, the new rogue driver, which you're getting your eyeballs on at the PGA show this week. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. I've touched uh, it. No, oh, you've touched. You've touched the. Could touched you feel? It. Could you feel the the jailbreak distance? I'm not ready to talk about it. Head? Oh, well, no, no, no. It's it's been it's been announced. It's official. Okay. Anyway, longer and stronger jailbreak bars allow Rogue to redistribute weight around its head, creating Callaway's fastest and most forgiving jailbreak effect ever. And it also happened to be in the bag of Sergio Garcia, who blitzed the field by five shots last week in ball striking display at the Singapore Open that they will talk about for centuries to come. For a new level of distance and forgiveness, you have to go to the Rogue, available February 9th. God, that's soon. I didn't realize that. Anyway, get the details at CallawayGolf.com. You can do a fitting. You can have all sorts of fun. Make a, uh, can you personalize this one yet? I guess we'll find out soon enough. Hey, House, let's go to the Shack House. Yeah, Shack, let's get into the Shack House. House greetings from Tory Pines in the beautiful Media Center. How is beautiful? Beautiful, gorgeous, wonderful Orlando, where you are for the PGA show. Yeah, the PGA merchandise show. Shaq, it's uh, it's awesome down here because there's no snow on the ground, uh, <laughs> which is the case, or was the case when I left my home in Washington, D.C. 
and uh, I'm surrounded by beautiful equipment. There is beautiful equipment from from uh, beautiful equipment makers, and it's a wonderful time to start thinking about all things golf because he's back. He's back. I watched him yesterday. I walked the fairways with him. It's exciting. So do you know people you who are, do you know people who are not excited about his return? Because I, I actually got my ear bent by somebody today. What? I said, how could you how could you not be excited about one of the two greatest players in the history of the game to possibly be making a comeback? I know we've been burned. I know last year we went through this, but it does feel different. And 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 like what's the what do you lose by by this happening? What what is this? And the the person said, you know, it detracts from some younger players and this and that. I went, oh, give me a break. <laughs> It's not. I didn't get it. I don't understand the the argument. I'll have to to you know let somebody make it to me. I have exactly the opposite reaction because the the whole golfing world and much of the sporting community is is going to tune in with great interest to see if what we observed in December, which was four pain free, highly skilled rounds. One of which was very concerning to me because I put a very sizable uh, wager Mm -hmm. on Tiger's opponent the very first day, and I damn near lost. That 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 I thought that was a very good. Oh, I did. You know what I what I concluded right then and there? I'm not betting against Tiger this year. So don't ask me to do it. Don't try to get me to do it. I won't do it. But the idea that his uh, arrival upon the scene, his triumphant return, is going to have anything other than an enormously positive impact on the entire uh, sport and industry, it's a little short-sighted. It's a little cranky, a little get-off-my-lawn. I mean, I don't don't know what the argument is. Well, so here's the the case I make to the people who are kind of like, oh, we're going to go through this again. Uh, and I think you – we may have discussed this last year. It's been so long and, and, and I, you know, these off-seasons house are very hard on my memory. But my point, and I've written this a couple times for, for Golf Week, uh, is that at every great moment in the history of the game, uh, from the 1868 Open at Presswick, which I know you, you think about that one a lot, when, uh, when young Tom uh, – took down Willie Park Jr. and his dad. But from that point on, they're at key points in the history of the game, the 1913 U.S. Open at uh, the Country Club when we met, took down Varden and Ray. Young guys have been confronted by an old KG veteran, and, and there have been the, these clashes of the generations that no other sport can provide in terms of age differences and experience differences. And we now, we've just, you know, completely hyped the crap out of the, the young guys, which is fine. They're exciting. They're fresh. They're new. but They deserve the hype. But wouldn't it be fun to have a cagey old veteran who's a legend going for uh, the all-time PGA Tour win record, which is an unbelievable record that nobody thought would ever be broken by Sam, uh, the Sam Snead record. Or, you know, if he picks off a major or two, suddenly uh, Jack's thing becomes in play again. Isn't that exciting? And, and isn't that like the convergence of the guys at Cherry Hills in 1960, Palmer, Hogan, and Nicholas all in the same, on the same leaderboard? I mean, I think that's, that's really, to me, an exciting prospect. So, I appreciate your instincts as, as a writer, as a journalist, as a golf historian, 
to think about context-wise, you know, how to place the re-arrival of the big cat on the scene and, and to contextualize it. I don't mean to diminish or demean that in any way, shape, or form, except for I, I could care less about any of that context stuff. What I want to see is him out there competing with with his version of of, of superpowers, right? His uh, that the the um, combination of power and finesse that he showed just what is it now? Six weeks ago, December in December. Yeah. Yeah. We were reminded of that, that stunning combination of skills that he possesses. Some of the touch right. shots where, where we were really concerned because of what we've seen in previous uh, iterations of, of Tiger trying to regain form in the game. Where, where we saw yips and chunks and dips and, and scullaroonies. Now... Just six weeks ago, we saw real touch. And from a variety of distances, we saw 60-yard touch. We saw 90-yard touch. We saw around the green touch. We saw, you know, uh, um, you know, getting the ball to check to within a foot. And I think, you know, we, he knocked, we had at least one sand shot go in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. No, he looked that's great. the compliment. I mean, Brandel was a little hard on the short game, but I thought, you know, how long he'd been away, I thought it was great. And that golf course gave, gives everybody fits with the short game. So I, I don't think it's a very good place to judge. But uh, but my, I think you're missing uh, part of my point, which is, okay, yes, it may sound like a historical thing. And I'm very excited, you know, that we have that moment in history. But my point is, think about this. Okay, here's somebody who's bonded with the young guys at the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. But what if he all of a sudden gets out there on the first tee on Sunday of a major and he ices out Justin Thomas and he and he goes all Hogan on him and he is the old tiger. That's my point is that here's somebody from a certain generation who played the game a certain way who then set it up for all these other guys to kind of uh, take the lead and play golf uh, in his um, in his image or in, in, in his style. And then now they're going to be confronted with him. I think that I just think that's fascinating. And I can't name any other sport that has can have these differences in age. I mean, even when Jimmy Connors made those incredible runs at the U.S. Open, which, of course, by the way, were scintillating because he played the game a different way with a stupid little tiny racket, and he, and he was running everything down, and it was incredible to watch. I think this has the same potential just because Tiger is a, uh, a once-in-a-lifetime player, and it's going to be fun to see how he... He uh, he he attacks golf courses. I mean, I think that was the biggest revelation of the the Hero World Challenge, was uh, that he is going to be a power player. He's not backing down. He's not going to just just bunt stingers around the golf course. He's going to come out swinging, and that that blew my mind more than anything at that event. But well, I I, I agree. It was that's that's what I was referring to moments ago, which is that combination of power plus the short, the short game. I mean, I, the, the two iron that he hit, I don't remember which day, and that, that barely missed, that he, he knew he hit pure, um, was, was a real revelation because, holy cow, like that is a yeah. professional-grade, you know, power golf shot on, on uh, it was, you know, the, the par five on the back, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but in, in any event, you and I yes. are coming from the same place. Obviously, I'd be very excited to see him uh, in a major in that context, you know, ha- paired up with, with a young guy. My, all, all I'm saying is that at, 
as we sit here in the moment, I'm just excited to see him in a field competing, you know, with, sure. with, with the with these guys. And we already observed, you know, this is I, I made a note uh, here about the the bet I almost lost. I bet on Justin Thomas in the first round of the Hero Challenge and a straight old old fashioned matchup bet Tiger against JT and I damn near lost it. Now JT did come back on the back side and and uh, he had a chance to win. He had a six footer. I think for birdie or six to eight footer that that lipped out um, that would have produced a, a very nice victory. But uh, I just w- w- was stunned at how polished the Tiger was in that Thursday round. Yeah. And if that's the form that we're going to see, then he's you know all kinds of things that we're going to talk about over the course of today's show in terms of our expectations for his performance in this event. We're off and running, Daddy. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about. Uh, what I saw yesterday in the practice round, and then what he what he talked about in the practice round. But before we do that, uh, we have other things to, to discuss. He isn't the entire game of golf, right, House? Right? I mean, you no, didn't no, bet no, against no. him, well, and, how- I, and I and I won't. We won't. We won't. We are going to try. So this year, we are going to try to get him on the Shack House. I don't know if we have any chance. If he finds out you're betting against him, that's not going to help our cause. So did you hear you me? I'm not out, doing that. I, I'm only I, betting I heard on him. you, but I'm just reminding you. And that so was all it. the listeners know that was the one time uh, as I try to lay the groundwork with Glenn Greenspan and Mark Steinberg uh, to get him on the show. And they're wonderful, wonderful people. And they will do their best to get him on the show because he did coach Gino's pod. I think that's happened since we last uh, talked. And that was a wacky, wild conversation. I mean, Coach Gino, did we? has that happened since we... Since yeah, yeah, that happened after memories. we went down. Oh, that's yeah, right. There you go. See, that's that's. I'm sure there are people sitting listening right now, going, "Yeah, yeah, we, you guys did that show." Anyway, so here's what we have planned for this year on the Shack House. Um, we're going to go through uh, the the end of the uh, season, which to us is the Ryder Cup, <laughs> and uh, that's ignoring yes the the end of the wraparound uh, whatever that is at the end of the PGA Tour season, and. Uh, folks, we're, our plan is to have a few more episodes this year, a few more mini pods, uh, pop-up pods, whatever you want to call them, little shorter shows during the majors, right, House? For sure. Uh, where we, we kind of chime in um, uh, multiple times during the major championship weeks and, of course, the Ryder Cup at the end of the year. And we're going to try to get some big-time guests. Big-time, medium-time, small-time, we're going to get them all. We're going to do media guys. We're going to do entertainment guys. We're going to do guys and gals. I'm using guys uh, yes. You know, generically, yes. we, we're, we're definitely going to have women guests this year. And it's the full experience with the Shack House in terms of who we'll have on and the things that we're going to take care of. So, House, what are you most excited about for 2018? Because I'll be honest with you, I, I wasn't sure what 2017 was going to bring us. I judge a year based on the major championship venues. And I knew with Quail Hollow and Aaron Hills, we had the potential for some real uh, stinkers, and it turns out we didn't. We had a really, really strong year. I think 2017 is going to, when you look back in a few years, will will age well as a great, great year in golf between those things and 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 the Presidents Cup. Even though it was a route, was kind of uh, it was a good event. I mean, every, it was just a there were a lot of solid tour events and great finishes, and it ended up being a a, a year that that I think will be talked about for a long time. But this year. Venue-wise, and then you throw in the Ryder Cup uh, in France, uh, has the makings to be a sensational year. And then you couple that with 
right now with this group of young guys playing well, you've got these these seasoned veterans like a Rose or a Sergio Garcia uh, in prime form, and then you you, you have uh, Tiger. To me, it just has the makings of a of an, of an incredible year. But what what part of the year are you most excited about? Um, the guys. So you you kind of just alluded to it. What what I'm fired up for, and what is is definitely different about the beginning of 2018 compared to 2017, is that there are no question marks about the health or or uh, the mental sort of presence of say eight to ten top players in the world. It, it is uh, a bummer. That Kepka had to go out because you know he was yep. right on the out, right on the the brink of cracking this top eight to ten of yep. of um, of crazy you know stud level guys. I mean the, his U.S. Open performance was extraordinary. He went off a little bit um, during the course of the of the playoffs. He was not up to that form. And then what he did you know at the Hero and then in Hawaii, I wonder when the 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 injury that he. Um, suffered this torn tendon i wonder if looking back the sort of onset of that occurred during the the playoffs and then you know went kind of in the in absolutely the wrong direction um in december january but you know so get well soon brooks kepka but on the other hand look at what we've we have Shaq. we have a healthy yeah. rory whose whose game is is <laughs> on point well, well. Now, well, it, House, he has a flat a flat T wave, uh, and he has to get a cardiogram every six months, uh, which okay. he let us know, and, and, and that sent the British press into a tizzy. They've recovered now. They they need T wave. Uh, they have T wave issues, but um, he's fine. So yeah, he's fine. He got off to a great start, and he got off to a great start. Uh, John Rahm is is obviously top of the world form. Tommy Fleetwood, top of the world form. Jason yeah. Day looks like he's healthy and yeah. ready oh, to compete yes, yes, and yes, has yes. his brain in the right place. He played yesterday with Tiger in the practice round, and uh, the holes, I went with them. He looked uh, sensational, absolutely uh, bombing the ball out there. And, by, uh, and while we're at it, Bryson DeChambeau, the third member of that group, was uh, also looking quite outstanding. And by the way, the longest hitter in the group, the man has added some serious uh, weight uh, in the form of muscle, and he... I talked to him a little bit after, and he says he's just trying to prevent injury. Uh, he, he's not trying to get longer, but he, it was a, kind of an eye-opener there when he hit a past Tiger and Jason Day. Anyway. All right, well, that's a guy to keep an eye on, but Definitely. he's not, you know, I, I'm into Spieth. I'm into know, to Thomas. I'm a, into Day. You're a star Day. bleeper, yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right about that, because yeah. the stars carry the game. I mean, we have, I, we, we've been on this show now for, for 9 or 10 or 12 minutes, and we haven't even said Dustin Johnson's name once. Yeah. And he that, put on yeah. a dominant performance with the longest stick, the longest stick <laughs> in Hawaii, Shaq. I mean, okay, that was so an extraordinary yeah. driver performance by, by DJ. So if all these guys are all arriving on the scene at the height of their powers, this is what I'm after. And it makes okay. for, you know, I think about the world in, in – a, in, the golf world in a handful of ways. Obviously, one of the ways I think about it um, that's very fun for me is how to allocate some capital. And with all of these horses, <laughs> look, I'll put it in a way that, that I know will yeah. resonate with you. You know, this is a thoroughbred year. 
So yeah, I, you, make, I, you know, get some good prices on some on some real studs. Now you're talking. Like I, yeah. I don't think for a second that I didn't check out Tommy Fleetwood's Masters numbers Sunday night. And what did you find? Um, I found something that I liked. I mean, I don't know if they <laughs> they they stayed put, but Tommy Fleetwood, a guy that I'm very interested in. Uh, right now, it's January. You know, let, let, I'm not. I, why don't we go ahead and I'm going to make a, a small down payment on something right now at the odds that I like. <laughs> and you, you, the, the, the same thing might be true. I'm looking for some dark horses, but right now it's all thoroughbreds. There's nobody coming okay. from the back. These are all front runners. Oh, there! Are, it's golf house. There's always going to be somebody coming from behind down the down the stretch. And I think that, but I think that's the fun is is that we have so many people that. You'll get excited about when they come, you know, flying out of the pack uh, to win if they keep this going, and I think they will. It, it, there's it, all signs point to it, so it's exciting. But, but House, I think I'm totally with you about all these these exciting young talents and and old guys and all that. But remember, we're gonna mix in some sensational venues this year, and you know how I feel. That third party, that that other protagonist in this drama is so vital to the way the whole thing works. And we have Shinnecock Hills for the U.S. Open and Carnoustie for the Open Championship this year, the two places where some of the wackiest, craziest, (laughs) meanest things have happened in the history of tournament golf. Um, So that is something to keep in mind. Those courses have been known to be uh, cruel to to legends, and they've also been very good to them. So I, I love that we have those ingredients mixed in the pga championship unfortunately is going to bell reeve um and i'm not excited about that one uh it's going to be hot and it's a it's a it's not quite the the golf course that will will inject that life like the other ones will Uh, but we have some sensational venues too along the way just just all sorts of cool places that should spice things up uh gullen for the scottish open and house house we got to give a special nod to the U.S. Senior Women's Open going to the Chicago Golf Club. This is this place nobody has ever seen in, in our world. And to open up the doors for a tournament will be kind of cool. So I, know the, you'll be, I know you've already set the DVR for that one. Well, I mean, I am excited to see. This is the experience I had, you know, all, all kidding aside, of watching um, the Walker Cup at the National. Right, seeing the national right. on television was was absolutely stunning, yeah. and you know it made me go to my Rolodex. Who do I know? Who can I put a call into? I still haven't <laughs> got out on the national, but we got to. I mean, that's a lifetime yeah. achievement right there. Tell me, help me understand what is the the senior women's open? <laughs> I don't mean US, that. I, no, I mean, no, no, no. It's I'm a not new trying event. to be it's funny, new, even. A, no, it's a new event. The USGA has introduced this, and it's open to uh, women fifty and older. And it's the equivalent of the the, the U.S. Senior Open uh, men's event. I'm a, I'm not wild about the age uh, minimum being 50. I think that's a mistake since women generally in golf uh, are younger. They debut at a younger age and they uh, they peak at a younger age. And I think it should should have been 45. But uh, anyhow, it will be uh, kind of the legends of. Of women's golf playing at this unbelievable old CB McDonald Seth Rayner uh, golf course in uh, Chicago. That's a very private club and one of the most important courses in the history of the United States, kind of in shaping the game. So it's so, uh, it's not quite cool. the old course, it's not quite the national in terms of like its place as a birthplace, but it's very it's almost uh, an equivalent. 
So that'll be great. And they're just all, and then so now and I got to be honest with you, the Ryder Cup has not been one I've been as excited about until last weekend. And I, I mean, this is ridiculous. It's January, but come on, it, it's hard not to get a little more excited about Team Europe when when Rom, Garcia, and Fleetwood all come out the way they did. And uh, suddenly that team, you know, is just it's just getting a little bit uh, juicier. I think that the the cockiness about Team USA uh, after the President's Cup maybe was uh, getting a little out of hand. And this might kind of reel things back in. I I think that's uh, a theme all season long. You've seen a lot of prognosticators already uh, tabbing the Euros for a comeback this year and for taking the the, the cup back. How quickly things change. (laughs) <laughs> well, and, and, you know, this was before, to the credit of, of some of our uh, pre- co- colleagues in the, in the, in the practice, um, before Rahm and Fleetwood um, and Sergio did their thing. Um, but, I, you know, look, the, the form that we saw already from Thomas Peters, the form that we saw already from Matthew Fitzpatrick, uh, who gave a great interview, that no laying up, he was very candid. He did not enjoy his Ryder Cup experience, his, his virginal Ryder Cup experience. Well, it, 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 no, it is a great listen. I, but I, my takeaway was that it, he didn't enjoy the experience, not because of anything the captain did or his his team did. It was just the being you know, losing and in a hostile environment and kind of the Willet uh, scandal <laughs> erupted. Yeah, uh, got things off on a bad foot. But but yeah, I mean, he was and he's somebody who is. I've watched him in the Walker Cup. He's a incredible team player if you can get him on a team because he just hits every fairway all day and and it just drives you nuts as an opponent. But um, yeah, that is a great listen. Nice job by the uh, no laying up guys to get him to be so brutally honest. But uh, another fascinating sort of of, of of a protagonist in the chase to make that team and and to get some retribution for the the loss at Hazeltine. For sure. Um, so house. I'm in beautiful Torrey Pines. You're in beautiful Orlando. I think we uh, we need to hear about what's going on out on the floor at the PGA show. So we're going to send you out there. I am going to give you some of my my thoughts on Tiger Woods' press conference today, and and we're going to keep the show going. But don't you think we need to hear about how this year is the year? Of the fairway wood, don't you think it's going to be the year of the fairway wood? I already know it's the year of the fairway wood, uh, Shaq, because I was uh, waffling about whether or not to confess what I did with the rogue driver. I, I'm now I'm not going to waffle. Do? The fairway wood. The, wait, 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 the, wait. First of all, well, let's be clear. You have a rogue driver? I don't have anything. Oh, I do okay, not. Okay. I don't possess Ooh, any of I was it. But say, I did. Wow. I did hit it. I've hit okay. it. I've struck it. It is. A, okay. It is a mighty weapon, and the ball stayed in the air for what felt like an hour. The carry was incredible. I think that that could be the legendary hyperspeed face cup, which makes the rogue the most powerful fairway wood Callaway's ever created. Don't you? I don't know what the technology is, and no, <laughs> no disrespect to the I was all the science that went into it. It's just a bad mother effort. I mean, that, well, that's that's what I, Sergio, that's my read. Sergio Garcia won with it last week. Uh, he had the rogue fairway wood in the bag uh, for his win in Singapore. Uh, Phil Mickelson went rogue down in the desert. So uh, you know, rogue is it, baby, and uh, get the scoop. It's all uh, on CallawayGolf.com. All about the new Rogue Fairway Woods. The new, uh, and I have one on order. I'm very excited to get a little jailbreak into my uh, Fairway Wood life. Uh, they'll be in stores February 9th. So uh, they're the number one fairways in golf. So go check them out at yeah. CallawayGolf.com.
All right, Hal, so you've ventured down to the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, Florida. For those who don't know, this is uh, this is your classic convention at a classic convention center to uh, look at merchandise and look at clothes and look at all that good stuff. So, House, this is your first time. What do you what do you make of the the whole gathering, which which uh, I'm only getting to to see on Morning Drive or living vicariously through your very slick Instagram story productions. Yeah, Daddy, can you see? I'm I'm gramming. I'm how do they how do the kids say? It? Oh, you I'm are Insta? gramming. I'm gramming. Yeah. I'm gramming like like a millennial brother. I'm oh, on those it. are some amazing stories. Yeah, you, I've seen pictures with you with Roger Cleveland and uh, yeah, Brandall Shambly. I think you were. No, no, that wasn't you. That, that wasn't me. You You've been Brandall wouldn't get you, anywhere you near Cowley me. Guys, no, you wouldn't let right. me touch him. I assure you. First of all. Shout out to Lexi Eater at Callaway. She's really the mastermind behind the Instagram. That's the reason any of that looks halfway decent. But I will tell you, Shaq, I've been surprised by many things. I was led to believe certain things about this. I had some preset, preconceived notions on how right. this, this scene was going to go down. I've been surprised in, in at least four ways, Shaq. Here... Oh Surprise my, number one. I've oh, only seen, I've been here six hours today. I've seen two white belts, Shaq. Only two. I thought we were going to well, see. because like, the quarter zips are covering them. Shaq. <laughs> Surprise number Sorry. two. The quarter zips are not nowhere to be seen. Mm. The, oh we, might, we, we may already oh be out they of the, the in quarter. They peaked 2017. As I'm talking right now, by the way, there's a white belt right in front of me. The number just jumped up to three. I can't believe it. But the quarter zips, They're I'm drawn telling to you, you uh, I'm in a quarter zip because it's comfortable. That's not surprising. Surprise number three, people dress up for this thing. At least like, you know, 30%, 40% of, of yeah. the gentlemen are in uh, sports jackets and slacks and loafers. I mean, it's a well-dressed crowd here. Well-heeled crowd. Surprise number four, Shaq. Huge representation by the fair sex. Tons of women. So I was prepared coming to this thing yeah. to see a bunch of middle-aged, plump-bellied, <laughs> zipper sweater, white belt wearing, MFers. Dude, it's it's not that. It's it's a handsome crowd. It's a it's a thoughtful crowd if you if you take any kind of uh direction or guidance from if you want to reach a conclusion about how they're dressed, these are serious folks trying to do some some business down here, Shaq. And I think that's today nice. and tomorrow are really for, for business purposes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, well, you know, it's interesting. It's kind of changed over the years. It used to be like the place people would go and uh, salesmen would take orders from golf pros. And it's shifted to more of a place to, to kind of uh, have uh, relationship building and to launch things and promote things and create buzz. And um, I mean, that that's my sense from afar. I'm assuming that's kind of what you're getting. And Picking up from people, and uh, I, I think you know, that's and then right. There's the dreaded "what's the mood like" uh, conversation. I'm, I'll just tell you, it's a lot more diverse than I was prepared for, and, and I think that's a it's a damn okay. good thing. You know, I was prepared for a lot of homogeneity, yeah, and that's not what I'm getting. You thought you were going to a mortician's conference, yeah, something I, I, like I that. Can, the, the other thing yeah. that I'll say, it's like you you don't as a consumer of the game, as a lover of the game. You don't think about like all the stuff that goes into it. There are tea marker vendors here. There are underwear oh, yeah. vendors here. There are, you know, hat vendors here. There are belts. A lot of uh, the, you know, the very stylish um, knit belt folks here. The, the tech is through the roof. Like it's way beyond my comprehension. I couldn't possibly do it justice. 
all of the tech um, opportunities here. But that, mm-hmm. that all by itself, you could spend the whole day venturing around and hearing like the innovations that various people with, with, with various, you know, the, the um, simulator stuff is very cool. All the metrics, the, the uh, way to capture your swing and, and, you know, the tendencies and all of that. Yeah, so I've noticed uh, in the morning drive coverage, uh, it sounds like a few companies are uh, starting to, to really get into stuff that uh, the, that's built into your putter or your equipment, and then it sends the data to your, your phone and all that kind of stuff. Is that kind of what you're seeing? That That's a, a little bit of a trend down there? For sure. Tons of variety of that kind of thing. Plus one thing, you know uh, my, my ABH rule, always be handsome, Shaq. I will tell you... Uh, the apparel section, I could lose myself in, and I'm a little bit of a of a clothes hound. Not like you. Mm-hmm. I'm not nearly like you know as handsome as you. Yeah, I know you. You rock your that that TV look. You're always coming off well groomed, but uh, I could I could definitely get in there and spend a little bit of time with a very uh, uh, sophisticated offering with a lot of like you know slim cuts. I'm into the slim cut vibe right now. Really? Wow. That well, I mean, really you know, do a lot for your your house of carbs image. It, it does a, seem incongruous, but uh, you know, I have to keep it lean so I can blow it up. Well, and better fit clothes has just been that's a derivative of the tour guys starting to you know. I mean, geez, you watch a a highlight reel from like eight years ago, uh, and it, uh, I mean, uh, the Bryan brothers put up a photo of them playing Augusta ten years ago. And they look like another century, you know, the pleated pants and everything's puffy and, and the shirts are, you know, down to the elbows. And uh, it's just amazing how that's kind of changed. And I think we hit a point a few years ago where it was getting a little, little, a little too snug. And now they've kind of found a nice place where everybody makes stuff that fits you nicely. But, it, you know, it's not. I, I, uh, I can verify and validate. Type. That is exactly what I'm seeing. Okay. You got it. I'm, I'll All verify right. and validate that point. I also love the color palette. There's some great colors. I think this year in golf, uh, if you're not if you're not looking the part, you don't have anybody to blame but yourself. Okay. Now, more importantly, are you picking up a lot of swag? That's kind of I think what we all want to know. Is there going to be another suitcase for the trip home? I'm working on it. That's really for tomorrow. Uh, I've I've all I've uh, done so far is kind of um, pick my spots in terms of the the places I'm going to go and put the hard sell on. I went over and saw the Seamus people, of course. I saw our friends at yeah. Cricket. Um, we're going to go stick my head into Travis Matthew. Uh, I want to talk to the Sugarloaf Social Club guys a little bit, um, see, see if I can't get a visor out of them. You know, some of, some of the independent, I think you can do that. independent guys that I like. Now, you're set up for this pod at the Callaway booth. Now, are you... Uh, do you give us a sense of what it's like? Do you see like tailor-made guys walking by and giving dirty looks? You know, have there been any uh, major brouhaha's breaking out between the warring manufacturers, or is it all kind of civil down there? This is golf, so everybody's gonna. Uh, uh, all the cheating <laughs> happens behind the scenes, right? Out oh, of sight. Okay. Okay. You know, when you pre- improve your lie, okay. you, it's got to be out of sight. Um, maybe by design, the the equipment manufacturers are nowhere near each other. You know, Titleist and TaylorMade mm, yeah, are kind of yeah. near each other, but Callaway has kind of this enormous expanse. Thing, yeah. It's not a really appropriate to call it a booth. What it really is, it's like mm. 65 to 70 yards long by about 25 to 30 yards wide. It's an enormous um, piece of real estate, and it's a, there are a whole series of, of experiences. I'm, I'm sitting on a stage proximate to the putting green, Right now, I see nine people putting. 
There are probably 80 putters available of various sizes, dimensions, lengths, style, and design. 20 yards away is uh, a couple top golf simulator experiences that you can do if you want to get your full swing on. Um, there's a huge apparel section. There's a shoe section. There's a soft goods section. So if you wanted, you could come easily spend an hour just at Callaway um, and not exhaust everything that there is to see here. Now, House, one of the things that's been talked about for years is that it's only it's a trade show, so it's not for the public. It's a uh, it's restricted to PGA pros and uh, friends and family of the golf industry. But uh, is your sense that if they open that last day up, say to the to the public, that uh, a golf fanatic would just lose their mind in there? Would they have fun, or would they just feel like they're at a trade show? So. I was under the impression, I asked this question, when is this open to the public? Somebody told me it is open to the public on Friday. Maybe I mm -hmm. had that information wrong. Um, okay. But in any event, I think that I'm pretty much a golf fanatic. And I will tell you, I'm losing my mind. I love it. I think it's incredible. I don't think that it's an industry kind of vibe at all. I think it's a, um, you know, you the, the two and a half days uh, that I'm here are really not enough. Because, like I say, wow. I, I could spend, you know, two-thirds of a day just on the apparel section. You know, the underwear offerings alone, Shaq. Various oh, fabrics. Geez. Various lengths. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you can cover the bases. I thought we had you locked in on the, 45 minutes. the undies. Or is that we don't, we don't, we're not, we're not specific. We don't, we don't get specific with any brand anymore, okay. Shaq. There are a lot of brand specific. purveyors right. out there yeah. these days. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I hate this question, but I have to ask it. What is the mood of the show? What is everybody saying? You know, are they, do they have one eye on what Tiger does and how that impacts the industry? I mean, yeah, the last few years, House, let's be honest, uh, you, the, the word out of the show is that people feel like things were flat and this. And I don't know if gauging uh, the industry, the health of the game by a trade show is really very logical, but. It's a natural reaction, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I don't have uh, anything to compare this to, but the vibe in here to me is live. It's it's kind of hot in here. Now, again, this is my first time, and so much yeah. of my experience here has been um, surprise, right? I, I had certain expectations, and, and none of those expectations are holding true to form. What I'm observing are, are people that are psyched to come see what the uh, manufacturers have offering. There's big crowds around the apparel things. There's big crowds at the at various ball purveyors, um, and it seems like you know lots of engagement. But I again, I'm going to repeat the uh, the observation I made about the diversity. I, I've been very impressed by the diversity of the crowd, uh, and I think that adds to kind of the the sense that 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 um, you know there's like a an all comers kind of feel here, even though I know it's Good. not for the public. So I, I, yeah, no. I, I, I'm sure there's enthusiasm for Tiger, but nobody's talking at all about the tour, at least in, in within my Good. earshot. The, the tour is not yeah. relevant to this. Good, good. Yeah, no, it gets too much attention, I think, in the discussion of the business of the game anyway, but, um, but it's a natural thing to gravitate towards what pros are doing and all that. So that's good to hear and yeah, certainly encouraging. So having said all of that, let's talk about the tour. You're at Tory Pines, dude. You're yeah, sending yeah, pictures yeah. Of, of Tiger freaking woods. Let's talk yeah, about it. Yeah, it's, 
It's a beautiful day here at Torrey. The courses are uh, just ridiculously good. I've never seen them like this. I mean, they just the rough is a little too healthy for my taste, but uh, a little overfed with the ryegrass. But it is absolutely beautiful here. The greens are very firm on both courses. Uh, what was the word Tiger used? I think springy, I believe, was uh, the word. Springy. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a good vibe here. Everybody's just kind of anxious to see what happens tomorrow at 1040 on the first tee. We're recording this, by the way, on Wednesday, so apologies to those of you listening and, and who are uh, aware of maybe Tiger already having started around, if you're listening to this. But he, um, he came in. Well, he played his pro-am round at 640. Uh, I watched uh, the first two holes from bed uh, in Solana Beach and then moseyed on down here. Sure. He loves that early time. I have no idea why. And uh, he looked good. You know, it, it, what I loved about this round was he, uh, he wasn't grinding. And so there were some loose shots. And uh, and it was only mostly because he was just uh, out there. Actually seemed to enjoy the people he was playing with, talking with them, giving some thoughts on the course and maybe a little bit of help with their game. But Today's the he pro was very, So he, he was the yeah, only pro it, with this group, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 18 all round. It was great. It wasn't like he was out there going, okay, I got I to gotta work on this to be ready. And so he came in and talked to us. And the the gist of it is how he, and you know, you may want to take this into consideration, but uh, he mentioned April. He mentioned Augusta. He mentioned the Masters. And so <laughs> I bet he I did. The, I'm sure he but did. But the beautiful, well, but in the past, he'll come in and go, every, every week I play, I'm going for the W kind of thing. And I think now, after he's been through all this stuff, that he realizes uh, that that's an unrealistic thing. He was very honest that he's he's been away basically since the Wyndham in 2015. And he's pain free, and he's gonna just need to, you know, the feels word was was flying today. We got, I think we got, I gotta check my bingo tally. I, I, I know we got it early, and and we got it hard. And he is, he's he's got some rusty shots in him. He's got some rusty putts in him. But he also, I watched him, you know, practice putting was beautiful. Uh, so he seems like somebody who is thinking about the long term, which I've always been looking for that answer from him in some of these past comebacks and it hasn't been there it's always been that yeah, I'm, I'm when I show up I'm I'm playing to win and now it's more about gearing up to Augusta and being able to play a normal schedule and and all that good stuff so he seems like he's got uh, I think a better approach and and mindset and that's encouraging and but let's be honest last year was a you draw a line through it forget about it he shot uh, 76-72. He didn't have much of a game. I mean, he, he said he played six days a week coming into this, some 36 whole days. Uh, last year he, had to, he was basically on a, a doctor's watch of holes he could play and amount of balls he could hit. And so he just seems very relaxed, and he looks young and fresh-faced again. Um, you know, part of it's getting rid of the goatee, right. but part of it is he just well, look, looks good. The odds have dramatically shifted since Monday in terms mm. of, you know, the enthusiasm, the tiger enthusiasm. So we're not going to touch whether or not I'll make the cut because the odds went, you know, from uh, f- favorable for him um, making the cut to now you have to pay two to one if you want to gamble on him making the cut. So that's absurd, right? That, that kind of enthusiasm is through the roof. So here are the two wagers I'm interested in. I'm not touching the fairway one, right? Because I don't want to nah. uh, um, root against Tiger. I, I think we've we've made it clear that that's a bad idea. Uh, yeah. 
The two uh, here. Here's what I'm interested in: lowest round shot and highest round shot. So lowest round um, is 69 and a half. Does he have a 69 in him this week? And then you know, in the first place, you have to have a point of view on whether or not he's going to make the cut to really you know tell yourself as to whether or not you like these odds. If the the yeah. the over, if if he's if you if you're going to gamble on him not shooting 69. It's one. It's minus one ten, so nearly even. And if you want to gamble on him going under sixty nine and a half, which means you think he's going to shoot sixty nine or better, it's a slight. You have to pay slightly. It's a minus one twenty. Right. Well, that's a tricky one um, I, because the rough is just really incredible, and the speed of the greens, the firmness, the cold in the morning. We haven't had rain in a while. I mean, it, these golf courses are playing tough, and the north. Uh, I I think I think he can shoot sixty nine on the north. Okay, I, I really do. All right. Uh, so I think that's where it's more likely to happen. But you know Good. he knows the south so much better. I mean, we're watching him putt the greens on the north. There's just uh, still an, an, a lack of familiarity with a lot of those surfaces over there. They've redone the ivory green complex. So uh, he played it twice last year. Let's be specific. What what days does he play the North? He plays the North on Friday. It's going to be a little cooler the next two days. It was, it's absolutely beautiful here today. It's it's you know yeah, that was my next question. The, what, the, yeah, let's do the yeah. weather. What's the wind? What's the forecast for the wind? Uh, we are going to have a little more breeze the next two days. We have a little front moving through up north. Apparently, okay. I talked to right. Stewart, the weatherman here. So we're going to get there is a chance of a little fog tomorrow morning, but uh, Friday uh, Thursday morning when uh, we're again we're recording this on Wednesday. So there uh, hopefully not a severe fog situation because it can get a little dicey here. Um, and then yeah, we're going to have uh, nice weather on the weekend. It's going to warm up. It's going to be beautiful and great for scoring and. And all that good stuff. So if he gets so a little the weekend, bit, I think. a little bit cool and a little bit breezy on Friday on the North Course, because if you're if you're going to place this and you're concerned about him making the cut, you really need him to go low with the 69 yeah. on Friday. Probably, yeah. And, okay. Uh, but I, 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 again, I don't think that's unreasonable to to assume that he can pull that off. All right. What about really highest round shot? 74 and a half. To go under 74 and a half, it's it's an even bet. Yeah, he shot 76 last year. Just listening to him talk today about how pain-free he is, and he said it a million times, but he really does mean it. He's it just changes his life and his outlook, and and uh, and I think then downplaying some expectations will will help that. I, I also just think that playing with John Rahm and Patrick Reed will be really really fun to watch because uh, I think there will be a. a He'll take it up a notch when he when when he sees Patrick Reed out there trying to grind and beat him, <laughs> and uh, Rom, uh, of course, is just uh, when he's not having the temper issues. It's just such a, a gentleman and class act. I mean, it's such a uh, fascinating study in in, in uh, uh, different personalities. I mean, he was so great in his press conference uh, yesterday. And talking about uh, Tiger and and how and and having such a great big picture view of what it would mean for golf and how much it, he would love to be in a showdown with him and 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 even if he lost that it would still be great. So I think playing with him will be really fun for Tiger as well. Yeah, he just met him yesterday for the first time. Oh and, wow, I had uh, no idea. You would have thought the way, that they, a, their paths crossed earlier. Yeah, one one fun quote I thought from the press conference house that uh, you might get a kick out of was that. Uh, uh, Tiger admitted that, that, that there's there's so many players that uh, he doesn't 
have a clue who they are when he sees them. He didn't say it quite that crudely. But he, he prided himself in usually being able to predict the winning score. And he said because of that and and just meeting somebody like John Rahm and not knowing his game, he, he really wasn't sure what the scoring would be out here. And But he definitely said it's it's playing a lot tougher than, than it has. And, I mean, it used to be the North was such a easy pickings thing. So I think, I well, think he'll take it up a notch with that pairing and – I okay. think there will be a pleasure that means, in, so, in kind so of putting our Patrick two Reed plays. I'm going to put both of these in. Our two plays under 69 and a half for the low round and under 74 yeah. and a half for the for the high round. Is that what yeah. we're doing? I feel we're better going, about the latter. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so we can allocate maybe two units on that on that one and maybe one unit on the uh, on the low round. That's maybe yeah. that's what yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. tell. That's that's how you might allocate your capital, pals. So speaking of allocating capital. Tiger, we have modest expectations for. We want him healthy. We want him to make the cut. Let's talk about guys that we think might win this golf tournament, Shaq. John Rahm's going to win. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry. I know it's not very helpful price-wise. He's, well, he's not he, somebody you really would look to. I, I don't know what he is. I haven't looked, but I'm sure he's about five or six to one. But oh, he's yeah, playing not, beautifully. I'm not looking at the odds. And I, 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 this is mainly for like our, our friends um, in the fantasy community. Who have to submit lineups or people in their uh, their one and done world? Yeah, I mean, well, look and see if you're here. looking for some value, and and you know, if you're in one of those those types of uh, leagues like I am, I, I love. I, oh, by the way, a little intel on Jason Day. He uh, withdrew from the pro am today, sore back. So, not touching Jason Day. Yeah, yeah. I'm rooting for him um, so to be healthy. But I'm not touching him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked good when he was playing with Tiger the other day. But uh, I'm not going to, uh, not going to advocate him this year. Uh, obviously, Mark Fishman is somebody I, yeah, I really ahead. like at this golf course, and I uh, like the way his game looks and, and is a solid pick. I got to tell you, Deschambeau, who had a horrible week here last year, looks like he is primed and ready. And remember, last year he went to the PGA Show to launch clubs and then flew in here on. Um, was it Tuesday night or uh, Wednesday? Anyway, he 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 had a terrible preparation for this. It was, and and he has uh, fixed that situation, and he's here practicing, grinding. His disposition seems excellent. And, okay, uh, I want to show me. I'm going to show me point of view with Deschambeau. He's got to do something for me. I need I to see him that. show a little form after last season. I have four names for you. Can you give me give me a reaction? Okay. Tony Finau. Yeah, excellent choice. Oh, how about that? I like right out of the box. I get an yeah. excellent choice rating. The reason that I mean, obviously, he's got all the length, and he performed very well at these at, the, at this golf uh, tournament and on these courses. Um, the the POA I think is kind of uh, his his obvious glaring weakness is the putter, but I think the POA isn't that a little bit of an equalizer. Um, I'm talking about the grass on the greens. On your, they're they're cut so tight, and okay. this time of year it's so cold. There's so little grass growing that they're they're it marches when you start to get into that where they they get uh, in the in the heads of players, the little seed heads and all that. They're, okay. they're so good right now. What okay. the, I mean, the conditioning here, house is just beyond comprehension. How good it is, how how perfect the fairways are. So and the greens are. I mean, if you watch the ball, they're just staying down on the ground. So they're going to be good for a good putter this. All right, this I, week. I I have uh, yeah, I gave you Finau. Johnny Vegas. Any thoughts on Johnny okay. Vegas? 
Okay. Uh, just playing great right now. Playing yeah. great. A, yeah. An elite player in my course view. Course for the yeah. course. A guy yeah. who is making his debut, which I normally wouldn't like, but I just like um, his his profile, and he was in good form on the European tour. Shane Lowry. Hmm. Okay. I, I wasn't feeling that one quite. I didn't. I didn't think that's where you were going to go with that. Because well, so he's no. in a debut mode. Uh, who did you think yeah. I was going to go with? I thought you were going to pull an Ollie Snyder Jans on us. Uh, the last time I looked, he was forty-five to one. Remember, he top ten in the debut here last year, right? Uh, yeah, and and he likes, even though he's not from this part of the country, he he likes uh, West Coast golf. He has uh, said that it, it's he just feels good here, and I love somebody who can debut here that way. And I think he's a much better player than he was a year ago from everything I've seen statistically and. Uh, uh, you know, he's in the 45 to 1 range the last time I looked, but I'm a little bit. No, you're right. He's, I'm looking at it right now. He's 45 to 1. My, my last name at, a, at okay. a, a, a 50 to 1 clip is Xander Shoffley. Well, he has been very blunt that uh, his, his first crack at the Farmers Insurance Open was not stellar. And uh, yeah, he's coming home. He now has a nice condo uh, in downtown and uh, will be sleeping in his own bed. This is what we like. This has, is what we like. This is the kind yeah, of insider information that the good people can expect from the check. He's got his he's got his good pillow. Uh, he's got his Toyota yeah. Camry. You know, That's you gotta it. love that he has an upgraded pillow. the car. The man has he's humble and he's he's easing the Callaway clubs into the bag. Uh, wonderful, uh, our sponsors of the show don't force uh, players to turn their bag over and put everything in right out of the chute, although Sergio did. But uh, Xander is uh, slowly moving the uh, into the rogue way of life, and he has the Mac Daddies. And, and uh, so, yes, he, I, I think, is somebody who will be trying to perform well here, hopefully not trying too hard. I'm looking up, by the way, House, just a little FYI, his Pro-Am group. Now, this could just be a statement about the sand baggery going on with his playing partners, but he is currently in third uh, T2 in the Pro-Am. So the uh, Justin Rose group is also T2, I know. And, and Alex Noren's group playing well, which Alex Noren making his West Coast debut at the Farmers Insurance Open's uh, intriguing. You well. mentioned the Rogue stuff. I'm going to take the opportunity right now. Oh, to plug. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to close out the episode. We're going to tell the good people okay. about, you know, kind of, we talked about what we had in mind for the show this year. We're going to, you know, plug a couple things that you and I are working on, but we have to talk about the Rogue Irons. We're closing out this episode of Shack House, the debut episode, 2018. Yeah. Debut so you coincident your, you with and remember, this irons. is really the start of the season, right? We had the, the Hawaiian uh, swing, which is always just an ease into it. And then the gimmick tournament up in, in uh, La Quinta, which is, which is fine. But this is, for all intents and purposes, the golf season starts tomorrow. Yeah. And that's, that's why right. the Shack House is coming out hot tonight. We're ready. We're putting down <laughs> some, 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 some hard picks for you. We gave you a couple wages. We want you to allocate, allocate your capital. How about another word from our good pals at Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Just introduced last week, the new Rogue irons, which embody the Rogue philosophy to break away from the pack and create maximum iron performance. Rogue irons feature 360 face cup technology because it's a winner. That 360 face cup technology, Shaq, that's a winner. The premier distance technology in golf and a new 
urethane microsphere layer to enhance feel without sacrificing distance. I hit a couple today, Shaq. I hit some irons today. Some of the rogue irons. Yeah. And I'm 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 willing, I'm ready to tell the good people. I'm going rogue X. I'm a rogue X kind of brother. I'm having a somebody just gave me a seven iron. It's not a rogue X. I'm rogue X, son. Don't bring, bring me the wrong club. Anyway, these, these these suckers are hot. I had a wonderful time banging balls into a screen today. And uh, as far as you know, every shot with the seven iron was a 185 to 190. Yeah. As far as you know. Oh, as wow, far that's as you a know. major distance. Well, as as we know. X is for distance. Anyway, glad to, to, to be back with our good friends from Callaway. What are we working on? What do you got going right now, Shaq? Well, House, I just filed a column on Tiger for GolfWeek.com. I'm filing all week for Golf Week. Uh, I'm helping the four caddy out. Uh, he's he's a kind of a mystery man here at Torrey Pines, so I file a few things for him. I'm going to go chase. I've got some. I got some hot gossip. I got to go chase after we record this show. Do I get to hear about it? Give me a teaser. Give me a tease. Let me tell you. Here's the tease. There are going to be some very happy PGA Tour players uh, in the coming weeks. Their lives on Wednesdays are about to change for the better, and they're they're going to be happy campers. And what about us? What about our time? lives? Anyway, how do we, how do we get uh, a piece of this? I don't. I don't know about our lives being improved, but uh, right. anyway, so I'm going to go chase that. But yeah, I'm filing for them, and uh, you can check us out there. And of course, everybody should be re- reading the uh, the Ringer, our friends here, uh, who are uh, bringing us the uh, what's it called again? House Tim Riggins Day, Friday Night Lights. There, there is a uh, a big sentiment for for the Friday Night Lights rewatchable, uh, and so today's Tim Riggins Day on the Ringer. So I think all week long those columns will be up. And House of Carbs went live today. A great interview uh, that I did with Phil Rosenthal, the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, The very best line of the podcast, he observed that going to a restaurant and having a great experience is like going on a a vacation. It's like when you go in there, it's it's, it's, it's transportive in that way. I thought that was a great observation. Next week's show, of course, Shaq, House of Carbs, we're going to uh, c- tackle Super Bowl food. We got to give the hungry people ah, something to nice. think about, right? We got to give them lots of good ideas for the for the Super Bowl. Okay, I think I, I've got really good news on the PGA Tour. The food thing is going to be a big, big deal this year. I just heard some stuff about New Orleans. They had Gringa's Tacos on the range here yesterday for players, caddies, anybody. Uh, I think tournaments are starting to realize that uh, golf and food are a beautiful marriage. So I'm I'm feeling there's going to be some serious House of Carbs crossover shows coming up here. Yeah, we're going to get some House of Carbs, Shack House mashup, Shack maybe mashed potato. All right, House. Well, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun to finally catch up, and uh, I hope everybody enjoys this. We uh, again will be uh, coming to you more often. Uh, probably uh, on Mondays, ready for you to get the show and listen to it, and some pop-up pods, and we're just really excited about 2018 on the, uh, what's it called again, House? Well, look, the rust is off, and we're ready to roll here on the Shack House! On the Ringer Podcast Network.
This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 